0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hometown Conversations. My name is Jill Springer, and I'm joined by the brains behind this whole operation, my handsome co-host, Roman Blemke. How are you today? I don't know about that. That (laughs) seems
1: like a stretch.
0: Ah, whatever. (laughs) For those of you joining us for the first time, we started this podcast with the idea that within each community, there are hundreds of stories that go untold. Our hope with this podcast is that we can help bring those stories to light. Guests will range from people around our hometown of Hutchinson, Minnesota, to surrounding communities. We record every other Friday, and every other podcast we have a guest. Today, however, it's just you and I.
1: Yeah, giddy up, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: first of all, I literally cannot believe how fast January went.
1: I know, it's ridiculous.
0: It is, and I know time goes faster and faster the older I get, but I feel like we just turned the new year, and now it's February, and... So the whole concept that we're on to the second month of the year already, um, this episode, we're going to start with a little bit of a look back, followed by a little bit of a look forward. So for the look back, we have chatted on previous podcasts, and particularly the one with Steve Gosser, this concept of three words as opposed to a New Year's resolution. Um, Roman, have you landed at all on your three words, and are you willing to share any of them?
1: I did, actually.
0: Okay. What do you got?
1: Because of... COVID and all that kind of stupid stuff that's going on, right, that we're all really sick of. Um, My group has not gotten together. So I kept sitting here thinking, how am I going to talk about these? Because we've always had a story behind it, Yep. right? Um, So my three words this year, my first word is gratitude. Okay. Okay. Um, With all that last year was, I really want to celebrate more of being appreciative of what we did do. Right. Sure, And we talked about this at work the other day too, which was like kind of starting off in doing the and what else mm-hmm. conversation. So what went right, what went really well and what else, what else, what else went well. So what that's, else went well, that's kind of where I landed with that one. I want to be uh, celebrating my friends and I want to be a, a appreciative of those that I have around mm-hmm. me. Uh, I want to be happy for the things that I have and the things that I can do with my kids and that kind of stuff. So, Gratitude is the first word. Perfect. The second word is breathe. I <laughs> I felt like my shoulders have been tight this whole year, right? And now I've got an opportunity to just... <sighs> Take a deep breath.
0: Which it's funny you did that because we talk often about how we hope that nobody can hear us breathing into these microphones. So, I know. So nice work there. I know.
1: <laughs> and, you know, the other, the other thing is like, as I'm sitting here and I thought about that right as we started. And I'm like, <laughs> I can hear myself today. We had to put a different filter on today because the heat's actually running in my office Like because it's like minus 100 outside or yeah, whatever. It's very so it's comfortable in here. I don't want to deal with that. But no, breathe is the second word. Um, I, I just felt like I need... This year is about taking... 2020 was a lot for me. There are a lot of stuff going on, a lot of ins and outs, a lot of uh, this and that, all that kind of stuff. And this is my 2021 is going to be take a deep breath. Sure. Just take a deep breath. The third one is invite. I want to be able to invite things in. And I'm not saying like, um, not necessarily people. Of course, mm-hmm. but that could be part of it too. Like, you know, in the ability to kind of flourish relationships, but invite is be open to new ideas and new things. Because things are going to be a little different probably going forward. So I want to be able to um, kind of lean into some things. And invite is the word I'm going to go with. So gratitude, breathe, and invite
0: are my three words. Good words. This is the first I've heard these. So this was exciting for me. (laughs) I put it in the intro for a reason because I'm like, he's going to tell me. No, I'm kidding. Do you have yours? (laughs) Okay, so great question.
1: Or, and... Are you willing to share? I you am do? willing
0: to share. And I gave this whole concept a lot of thought. I didn't have a group and and of course I didn't get one put together. But I've, I thought about it a ton. And what I found myself doing, which is really typical for me, is picking out like, and this is probably where a group would have come in handy to redirect me a little bit, but picking out my absolute worst flaws and thinking I'm just going to fix them. And that's a lofty goal, right? Mm -hmm. Because your biggest flaws are going to be the hardest to fix. So now I'm going to pick the top three. I think to some degree you have to get to a point in life where having some flaws is okay. And while you can always improve and do better, we can just accept ourselves for who we are. So as I kept processing and a lot of self-defeating and I was like, well, this is just not fun. I can't I can't do all <laughs> right. of this. Like there's no way I can maintain all of this for a year and if I'm really going to pick something to do for a year, it needs to be sustainable. So I picked one word or actually a number and it has layers. Okay. Okay, so the word is 500. Okay. And if you take 500 divided by 364 days in a year, you get 1.36. So I have to walk 1.36 miles a day, or by the end of the year, 500 miles. So if I don't walk a day, then the next day I need to not walk more. Mm -hmm. I need to eat 500 fruits this year and 500 vegetables. And so that equals out to 1.36 a day. So I might have a really bad week, or January was horrible for walking, so I got to kick it in gear. But my fruits and vegetable intake is up dramatically. Good. Um, and then I hop on your Peloton every once in a while, and usually a class on that is eight so, or so odd miles. So, if I do four to five rides a month, I can hit 500 on that, too, very easily. So, I think I'm throwing that in there, too. Okay. So, basically, it's the whole, like, health, <clears throat> wellness. I'd like to lose some weight, but, like, 500 because I can that I can do. And You'll- then... It feels doable. It feels like 1.36 of anything a day is doable because if I skip a day, tomorrow's only like what, 2.6 something, something. Yeah. Math. So, um, yeah. So 500 is my only word. I just have one, but it's my first year. So, you know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Nothing like setting lofty goals. By the way, I I believe there's a song that talks about walking 500 miles. I know. I thought about that. When you said it, it's now in my head.
0: Yep. You won't get out. And it's there. It
1: will not get out. So. I'm not sure we're going to stop the podcast so I can think of something else, but right. walking 500 miles is definitely there. And I'm sorry for those that are listening and have to now also have it in your head. I apologize in advance.
0: <laughs> but like, I, I got to say, because detail and little like mundane tasks are not my forte. They're not my strong suit. But like, I already have a spreadsheet on my laptop, an Excel spreadsheet broken down by month that adds everything up, tells me mm-hmm. where I'm at, what my goal should be for each little column. So like... That would actually be the hardest part of this whole thing for me and I already got that done. So I'm feeling pretty rock solid about this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like, I think the key is with those with that one word anyway or you know you're going with one word I got three, is it it, it opens it up for a lot of different interpretations, yep. which is great. so you can ebb and flow as you go. So right.
0: great. So right. glad,
1: you, glad you started with it. Yeah.
0: So now we're gonna we're gonna transition into the the look forward portion of this little intro. So Valentine's Day is coming up and i really think that this holiday more than any other sparks a little controversy from time to mm-hmm. time i feel like you either embrace it and you really want to celebrate it or you feel like it's a consumer driven holiday that really serves no purpose i also feel like it's a point of contention in a lot of relationships and i and i really don't mean to be stereotypical but often like the conversation around valentine's day is that women have certain expectations and men feel like they can't meet them on this day in particular. So, I am curious, Roman, do you feel that it is important to celebrate holidays like Valentine's Day and anniversaries, and why or why not?
1: Mm-hmm. So, I know we had just a minor conversation around this the, the other day. Mm-hmm. Guys, first and foremost, are always going to be scared to answer this question because they don't know where okay. they land because they don't want to get in trouble.
0: And I wanted to say, it's not a loaded question. <laughs> like I really just want to hear your answer. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I First and foremost is Valentine's Day for me. Is it a made up holiday? Is it something, I think it's something like relationships and the relationship that you're in should be celebrated throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need to be on a certain day. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think that that, that adds a lot of pressure mm-hmm. um, on both sides that I think I really truly believe what you said there. It adds an unrealistic expectation uh, because we we also don't converse around it either. Right. Like there's no, you know, some people and I'm thinking Valentine's day specifically, I have to be wined and dined. I have to be, mm-hmm. you know, we have to go out to eat. We have to get presents. We have to do all this. Why um, is that? so important on one day. Right. Like, why can't it be something that you just do spor- sporadically and spontaneously yep. throughout the year rather than just, because I think when you do it on a, on a specific day, mm-hmm. right. Then some guys will just, just do it for that day. Yep. And they kind of like hold everything for that mm-hmm. rather than trying to continue. It's like a, a TikTok I saw this morning <laughs> <laughs> of all things. I feel like we talk about TikTok. A lot on this podcast, but I digress. But anyway, the podcast basically said, you know, you've got you've to continue to date the person that you're with all the time, yep. right? So it kind of goes into that same theory, for me anyway, mm-hmm. as you should be continuing to celebrate that relationship throughout the year
0: rather than just on one day. So how about an anniversary? Is that different or the same for you?
1: It depends on what the anniversary is. Sure. Typically you get into like, and I remember like in high school, like, you know, you've got, <laughs> oh, we've been together for two months and yes. then three months and then four months. Like that feels a little much for me, but again, I'm, you know, in my forties, so right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But when we're younger, it's absolutely matters, um, to them. Right. Yep. And I'm sure it mattered to me at the time. I, I feel like I had a, I have a different opinion about that. Um, you know, as I look back, but I, I think that sometimes, yeah, it can be a little bit overblown, but, um, You know, wedding anniversary? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yep. Um, Do you have to celebrate, you know, your first date and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. It's fun to look back on, I suppose, but you don't have to do anything special for it. Absolutely. So what do you think?
0: So not totally different. I do, I think the crux to me, like the really where the answer lies is is also in how the person you're with feels. Yep. So I also don't think that valentine's day is anything that i need to make a real big deal out of right Right. um i am also very much of the opinion that you you celebrate the relationship all the time you tell each other that you appreciate each other you schedule date nights you do you try new things together right whether it's throwing bean bags or going snowshoeing or whatever you're gonna do you find time to spend with that person now Mm -hmm. At the same time, if I was with a guy who really thought Valentine's Day was a big deal, I would do something for it, right? If it was important to him.
1: Yeah. I I I think at some point you've got to come to an agreement Mm -hmm. on some of that kind of stuff, because it can it can really be overblown. And I know so where I'm gonna come at it with this thing is like a lot of a lot of guys that I have been around over the years kind of struggle with that, with the Valentine's thing because they just don't know what is it some people do really good at it because it's just like my wife or a significant other just just likes a flower and if we go out to dinner that's great and that works for them but there are some other guys who are in relationships who are like they don't even know where to start
0: no and i was going to follow up my comment by saying part of knowing what your partner wants in a day like valentine's day is putting your big girl pants on and telling him right you can't oh. be one of those girls that's like i don't care about valentine's day and then is livid With your boyfriend or husband when he doesn't do something. If you want to celebrate, use your words and say it. Yeah. Right? Um, And then, you know, I I think that expectations just get blown all out of whack. It's one, it's just a day. It's, there isn't going to be fireworks in the sky just for you. Like, it's just, I don't know. (laughs) But I'm not a real girly girl all the time. So I struggle sometimes with this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I know that a lot of people do really look forward to Valentine's Day and it's a big deal. I just think it's more important when you're younger. Yeah. You know, because you know my, I have a question written down here for you, like and it, it goes back to school, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember like your first Valentine that mm-hmm. you got in school? Absolutely. Do you remember the person it came from? Yep. Like that? Absolutely. See, I don't. Like I don't remember the first Valentine I got. I just remember it was like a thing and like yep. we, got, we got candy. Sweet. Yep. But I, I don't remember anything about, like, yeah. who it was that gave it to me or I was happy because certain person gave it to me. I, yep. I don't remember any of that stuff. So I don't – from personally, anyway, I don't yep. remember, like, who gave it to me or anything like that. So,
0: You know, and for me, anniversaries are sort of the same as what you said. I think, like, a wedding anniversary, that's a big deal, right? The day that you commit to spend the rest of your life with somebody should be celebrated. I'm not – I'm past that age where mm-hmm. – our first kiss, our first date, our first, right? All like breaking it all down is a little too much. I know this this isn't part of the question, but where I really stand out from this though is birthdays. I'm not someone who needs a big deal made about my birthday. That's not what I'm saying. Essentially, I've always said I need the, the two people that brought me into this world to give me a call. Yeah. My mom and my dad, right? Like they should call me on my birthday. Otherwise, I don't really care. But I will tell you that like, to me, I like birthdays. I'm happy that someone was born. A birthday is right. a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't have been born, that, that'd that suck. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't know, but I mean, it would it would be bad, right? Right, right. And the only, like, occasion I've ever, like, specifically taken off work for, other than, than where the holiday is, right? You autom- I automatically right now get Thanksgiving off and Christmas off and things yeah. like that. But I will take time off for my son's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we spend the day together, except the last couple of years, he's totally dissed me to go to school because he gets to be the yeah. line leader mm-hmm. and he gets a sticker, and I think it's great Super. that he wants to be at school. But yeah. the day he was born is a really big deal to me. So mm-hmm. birthdays are a little different. Anniversaries, like my mom, my mom and my stepdad have one of the best relationships I know and they laugh they're like oh last year at our anniversary we remembered right as we were falling asleep and we were like oh wait a second hey happy anniversary honey <laughs> yep good night and like they have the most solid honest kind caring relationship that I know of and it, it just they just they just love and respect each other every single day so these other things now at the same time Jean always gets her flowers in a card on Valentine's Day you know so it I don't know it's all
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like the whole Valentine's thing is a aged thing and kind of what past relationships have done for yeah. you. So I think that that kind of weighs heavy in that conversation yep. and and I feel like maybe I'm maybe a little bit more jaded because of that. So uh I've never really done that. Birthdays are one of those things where I think um it's up to the individual, mm-hmm. right? Cuz I've always thought it was so when I was growing up, I went to school on my birthdays. Yeah, that's just too. the way that's just the way it was, right? Nobody took time off. I don't think my parents could like afford to do it. So they probably just worked and sent me yep. to school and that's what it was. So I get to celebrate my birthday with my friends and that, yep. so it was fun for me to be, do that. So I've always looked at that as what my kids should do too. Yep. Uh, my ex-wife thinks it's different and she takes the day off. Similar to you, takes the day off, spends the day with the kids, that kind of stuff. So it just depends on, on the person I think so. Yep. And that's okay.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I think my days of taking that day off are over. I haven't gotten it now for like three <laughs> years, and he's in third grade. So, yeah, you know, he got kindergarten, and then I maybe got kindergarten, and then after that he's like, uh-uh, I want to be with my people, which yeah. is great.
1: <laughs> One of the things I've written down here is like, did you ever have like an awkward Valentine's at school? Like when we went, ooh,
0: that's kind of cringy. And
1: you don't have to say names or anything like that if you did. I have one.
0: No, I so, don't think I did.
1: Yeah, I I did. So in, in high school, yep. Um, I can't remember if this was, must have been 11th grade, I think. They had this program, kind of like Rotary Rose Day here in town, where we're sure. able to buy roses from Rotary and send them to whoever you want. Yep. Right? Uh, very similar concept at the school. And my mom calls me up, but she's like, uh, you know, she's like, well, I think, I think we should do this. And I'm like, no, this is a bad idea. Like, I don't... I wasn't dating anybody, so like I didn't want to send roses to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would I want to? Oh, you got to do it. Just pick somebody. So I just picked somebody I knew. It was like a friend of mine.
0: Huh. And How'd that worked out not well, <laughs>
1: not, not well, because they delivered them in class of all yeah. things. Like, yeah. What the heck is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I remember. Oh yeah, no, it it was bad, dude. And so,
0: just a nice, good <laughs> intention can just yeah. Yeah.
1: And I had to be like, you know, it was it it was fine. It was just like a friendly thing, and my mom made me do it. And no, I if that ever comes up at the high school here, I'm going to tell my kid like, unless you're dating somebody, hard pass. Hard pass. You just don't like, you know, because <laughs> it's intended to be something else. And and me, I was just like, I was just trying to like. Mom, stop bothering me about this. Yep. You know, my
0: brother, I think I'm remembering this correctly. I really have no idea now that I'm starting to talk about it. So Mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but I feel like, so my brother ran with a pretty core group of, of guys. And then there was like some girl, like when it was the guys, it was the guys, when it was the girls, it was, you know, all of them, whatever. Right. And one or two of them, one Valentine's day didn't have Valentine's. And I feel like my brother sent them flowers to the school anonymously. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was classy. Because they were the type of girls that it would have mattered. Yeah. That their friends were all getting flowers and they weren't. Mm-hmm. When you asked me if I had an awkward Valentine's Day, I really think, and I, I I'm not saying this to get like sympathy. I don't think I ever had a Valentine. Like I didn't date a ton in high school. I mean, I had one boyfriend, kind of on and off, but I don't remember. I don't remember ever really having a Valentine. I remember Mm -hmm. getting a really neat bouquet of flowers once for the first day of spring. And I thought, well, that's clever. Sure. Like that was, that was nicely done, Todd. Yeah. Right. Like, um, but otherwise, no. Yeah. So all my friends would get all this stuff and I would be like, (laughs) 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 whatever.
1: All right. So in every episode we, we go through and we do like questions and, and we pull these cards out and they're loaded full of questions. And, and we don't share them with each other ahead of time. No. Nope. Um, so uh, we've done that again this time. And uh, the questions that uh, we're going to ask today do kind of center around relationships. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start there. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: Um, Why don't you go first?
1: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> and I grabbed some questions that are kind of heavy too, so I, I, I apologize in advance, but what is the one thing about love that scares you?
0: Oh. <laughs> so I feel like this question warrants like a lot of contemplation. Mm-hmm. So I might like in two days be like, well, that was the wrong answer, but I'm going to give you my knee jerk reaction. Yep, right? My this instant all about. gut reaction yep. is loss of sense of self. Mm-hmm. Um. As, the, as that's the answer, I realize that's a little messed up, right? Because love shouldn't mean loss of sense of self. But I think that I have spent so much of my life alone. I don't mean that negatively either, right? I don't mean like, oh, I'm alone. I have friends. But I mean, I've just been myself and independent. I really never had like a long-term relationship. Um, I mean, one in college... Um, my son's dad, but I mean, I'm in my, almost my mid forties and I don't have like, I've never been married. I don't Mm -hmm. have a string of like, that was just never what I did. I'm so right away. Like when you, when you say what scares you about love and then, and then secondarily to that, it's loss, right? The sense that you could have it and lose it. Right. So that's probably the better. See, I'm processing as I'm talking.
1: That's where that's where I'm at uh, on this, and um, is failure, okay? Right. So whether it's due to me or due to the other person or whatever is, it, you're kind of taking a step, mm-hmm. right? And you've pronounced your love for this person and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, what if that doesn't exist anymore? Right. And that's a that's a heavy thing. And I've I've had that. So mm-hmm. now that I'm reapproaching uh all of this stuff and, yep. and going through this all again mm-hmm. is, is scary because you don't want to lose that.
0: No. And this is this is unlike anything I've ever experienced before. Um this love I'm in now. And I think about I, sometimes I think about losing it and I don't know what would be worse if if I lost this relationship to death or because one of us ended it. Like I don't know if it would be worse to know that you were out there somewhere. <laughs> or not. I don't know. But the, the sense of loss would, is frightening to me. And I like, I, yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you? What's your next question? All
0: right. How would oh, you wait?
1: No, I, we talked about it. Oh yep. gosh. I got so lost in your answer there. I was like, <laughs> you know, it was like getting all involved. And I'm like, wait a second. Did I, did I answer? No, did you answer? We I all did. answered. we all answered. You
0: asked, we all answered. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone, even
1: in their car. Listening <laughs> even to everyone, this.
0: you've all answered, right? Okay, okay. We're moving on. We're good to go. How would you compromise happiness? For the success of the relationship.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I know, right?
1: How would you, say that again.
0: How would you compromise happiness? So, I mean, I am assuming the question isn't like in every aspect of your life, but like what happiness are you willing to compromise for the success of the relationship?
1: Hmm. There's gonna be like a long pregnant pause here because that's a pretty loaded <laughs> question, right? I, I think there's 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 some things that you can do. My God. Uh do you have one for this? 'Cause this
0: Well sort of. So do you want me to go first? Yeah,
1: you go first. I need a
0: you need a minute? I need,
1: well, I need a minute. This is that's I thought I picked a hard question. My God.
0: <laughs> so Right away, right, I'm like, well, you shouldn't have to compromise happiness. But then as you process it, right, anytime you bring a new, very serious relationship into your life, things are going to change, right? So, like, the amount of time that you have for friends is going to change, right? You shouldn't get rid of them. It's just going to change. Yep. Um, If you're if you're merging families, right? If it's second relationships and there's kids involved, things are going to change, right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes the status quo can feel really comfortable, especially with kids. Um, but you have to be willing to take risks and be uncomfortable. And things aren't always going to be like they were before. But I think if you do it, you learn that like, what's ahead is so much better, Mm -hmm. then that what's behind you wasn't bad. It wasn't anything I'd ever give up. I wouldn't do anything differently. But the sacrifices you make to make a new relationship work are worth it. So I think it's some of the happiness you give up is just like a readjustment of priorities, schedules, time, personalities, if there's kids involved. Um, That was kind of where I landed.
1: Yeah, I think there's something about schedules and and time that – that obviously changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy spending time, you know, with that person, that kind of stuff that is important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you know, we're together doing stuff, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really think about going somewhere else and doing something else, like going to you know, hang out with friends or anything like that. Right. Obviously I, I, we schedule stuff with friends and that's yes. important. So I don't want to let go of that at all. Yep. Um, but yeah, probably a little bit of time, I think. Um, <laughs> this is also coming from somebody who literally sat on the couch on Monday and stared at the TV screen because I was bored and I had nothing to do. <laughs> I'm like, I need a hobby. And I've told this <laughs> to a few people like this week, a uh, hobby, really? Like you need one more thing to do? And I'm I like, know. yeah, I know. But there's every once in a while you run across a couple of days where you're like, I've got nothing to do.
0: It's just weird. Like this concept of a hobby. I don't have one either. And I'm not bored very often, but when I am, it's maddening. Just maddening. Well, yeah. I mean, this is a hobby,
1: but yeah, you, you know, I can't like do this every night. No, um, photography used to be a hobby, but eh, you know, I do that. I take pictures of people now, so there's maybe there's this that. weekend
0: we should teach you to knit.
1: Nope, hard pass. Nope, I can't do it. <laughs> nope, I can't feel the needles going into my right. So I guess that's sewing. So it's a little bit different it than is. like crocheting. Yeah, I whatever. hope the
0: knitting needles don't go through your skin. You would have really big problems. Yeah. Overall, though, I would just like to comment on this. How would you compromise happiness for the sex of success of the relationship? It it shouldn't be much.
1: No, it shouldn't be much.
0: Right. I really think that it's just little things here and there. Yeah. If you really feel like you're compromising your own happiness, you need to reevaluate uh what's going on in the mm-hmm. relationship, I think. But Yeah,
1: actually. Yeah. All right, you're up. Okay. I'm just hoping that one of my questions stumps you somewhat. How <laughs> how do you know when you love someone?
0: Um, oh, I didn't have that question. I have a very similar one. How do you know when you love someone?
1: Because that, that, for me, it feels deep. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you're... when you, <laughs> you, you, I don't feel like there's just like a, you just know. And some people that is what it is. You just know.
0: I, Oh, well, you wanted to stump me. I mean, well, I,
1: th- I, for me, it's, it's an overwhelming sense of, I, I want to be around this person all the time. Mm-hmm. This person brings me joy. This person's brings me happiness. Um, you know, <laughs> we spend a lot of time talking about, and we like this, this, Summer, we spent time talking deeper questions, yes. Um, than this, and there were a lot of times we just sat and like looked at each other and were like, huh, and then we'd have a great answer. Yep. It was, it was deep, it was thought out, that kind of stuff. And the podcast situation just kind of makes that a little bit tougher because yep. we're
0: you know, it's a little more it's quick
1: and a little bit more quicker, that kind of stuff. But I feel like there was a warm and fuzziness mm-hmm. that I got, and then just I wanted to be around all the time, yeah. And I, I I get, you know, um, uncomfortable when that, <laughs> when you're not around stuff like that. So, yeah. um, you know, it's just, I have fun. I, I enjoy being around, do that kind of stuff. So yep. that's, that's where I kind of felt like it just was another level.
0: Oh, it's such a good question. Cause there's a part of me that's like, well, you just know, but I don't think that's true. Like I feel like there's little stages, right? Where like, at least in my brain, it starts with like, like something will happen. Something will be said. There'll be a moment. And I'm like, Oh my God, wait, do I love him? Mm. And they're like, no, 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 no. God, it's a really big word. Cause I don't throw that word around lightly. I think right. some people just throw it around. I do not. Right? right. And then a few weeks or whatever. And you're like, Oh, I don't know. This might be love. <laughs> ah. And then I get a little like, Oh my goodness. Um, I think maybe for me, because I I feel like I'm painting myself in a really bad light, but for me, when I have that like, oh my God, is it love? And I don't want to run away, and I don't want to come up with a reason why this is too much of a commitment, too much of like a... Like, I don't need this. I don't need this kind of stress in my life if this doesn't work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but when I'm like, oh, is this love? And then I just want to stick around to see what happens, right? <laughs> like, it's just a really good story. It's a good right. Netflix show. <laughs> um, I think same as you when just like the the thought of not being around that person starts to be like physically uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Um I also think there in my brain, there's, there's sort of a time where I'll say to myself, this person might do something that will really piss me off. They could disappoint me. They could make me angry, but I can't fathom a scenario where I would stop loving them. Right. And then it's like, oh, hey, there it is. Right. Like, That Like, I can't think of a time where whatever I'm mad about can't be fixed somehow. Mm -hmm. So that to me too. So like the absence of wanting to run away and then the presence of feeling like no matter what, what sort of argument gets in the way, nothing is going to end this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had a similar question. Okay. How long do you think it takes
1: to fall in love? Yeah, I think that's different for so many people. Yeah, I do too. Right? That's just, and you could throw that to 100 different people and get 100 different answers.
0: You could throw it to me at different ages.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think, honestly, for me in my 20s, it took me longer. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I know what I know. I'm older. I'm more mature. I know what right. I want. I know what I don't want. It's easier for me to figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm. So my answer is really, it comes down to what age you're at. Um where you are in your maturity level, that kind of stuff. So, you know, for when I was younger, we probably threw that word around really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, was it true love? Well, it was love at the time. Absolutely. Right? So that's, in and I'm talking like high schools yep. and stuff like yep. that. That's what it is. Um, as you get older, you start, like you said, you start to realize kind of what you're looking for, and it's not, you take that, you don't take that word for granted necessarily. And Correct. when you say yeah. it to somebody, you really want it to mean something. Yep. So there's that, right? Um Yeah. It's, that's right on that <laughs> yeah you know what's funny is i, I as i say that i'm like it, we listen back to these podcasts all the time mm-hmm. and we're like I, and i'll sit there and say oh you say that all the time yeah and i'm like i gotta stop saying it and i've gone a long time in this podcast and there it was what did uh, you say that's where i land i hate that phrase and i say it all i say it i've said it like several times in the last podcast i'm like i gotta stop saying yes. that word
0: for some reason, you put this microphone in front of me eight, nine episodes ago, and I was like, yes, yes. I did say yes in real life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you got to stop saying yes. You sound like some sort of weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> parochial school something I'm like I don't think I've said it and I'm like yeah and then I hear myself I'm like well yeah sounds sloppy I suppose I'm gonna have to go back to yes but yeah and I, I hear this myself say things too it's infuriating but whatever
1: okay so my next question what do you think you should teach kids about love
0: oh my gosh what a great question I have so many answers but they probably all sort of fall into the same general category um What, what I think you should teach kids about love is, well, first of all, they should learn it just by you giving mm-hmm. it to them unconditionally without having to earn it. Their childhood should be filled with just knowing someone loves them. Even if mom or dad is angry or upset with their decision, they should still always feel loved because I think the best way you're going to learn to love somebody else is by being loved. Mm-hmm. Then you need to teach them that it is a two way street you have to listen to that other person you have to communicate with that person if that person says or feels something that you think is ridiculous or stupid you don't say that and you take the time to figure out why they feel that way if you don't understand it and you ask them questions and you listen and you respect them and you stand up for them and mm-hmm. you don't put them down in front of other people like this is if you love someone this is someone you support in all circumstances Yep. um I also think that part of what like, what I would like my son to know about love is that it doesn't mean you give up yourself for that person. You maintain your own interests. You maintain your own self, but go ahead and try new things with the other person. Meet them where they are. It, you should meet in the middle. Um, you shouldn't let somebody boss you around either, right? It's a delicate balance of like holding your own and allowing the other person in right it shouldn't go all your way or all that person's way and i think that's tricky to teach to kids
1: i'm not sure i can top that answer to be honest <laughs> i <clears throat> i want to make sure that boys know they see it yep right first and foremost they see it yes they see affection that kind of stuff they they in you know there are times when you can tease and you can laugh and have a great time and all that kind of stuff that's all important stuff yep Um, I, I sometimes feel like, well, you know, it's really hard. Like when, when one of my kids came up to me and said, I'm never going to be in a relationship. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. Why? And then, you know, you start finding out some of that stuff and you're like, that hurts a little bit. Um, so then, you know, you start thinking about how things can be different and what do you want to show them? What do you want to teach them? I know saying this at the same time, one of my kids listens to this podcast, tells me it every time. So what do I really want him to know is that it's okay to, like you said, be yourself Mm -hmm. and to maintain yourself, but also look at all of the possibilities that are out there. It's great to be with somebody that cares about you too. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you find that perfect mix where the other person is supporting you and showing that you're important just as much as they are, and you find two people that can support each other and celebrate each other and encourage each other and those kind of mm-hmm. things. That yep. is super powerful. Yep. And I think that when you, when a kid can see that, yeah, um, that there's a mutual respect, Yep. that's super powerful for me. It is. It so is. that's why, that's why I think I really want them to know.
0: Yeah. And I think that like, as a parent, you you're so used to teaching and telling them how to be right. That somewhere I get worried that lost in that shuffle of telling them how to be, is also what they should be able to expect from someone else, Yeah, right? That it needs to be that mutual respect. I also do think it's important, as long as it's not anything too upsetting to the child, it's not too big of a fight, it's not about, you know, kids should see parents argue a little bit Mm -hmm. and make up, Mm -hmm. right? Like you should, it's okay to see people disagree about something and then a couple hours later or the next day, it's okay to say in front of the kids, one, one adult says to the other, you know what, maybe you might have been right, but I need, But do you understand where I was? Co-? Like, it's okay for them to see a disagreement and then the follow through. Yep. Because all of that is normal and healthy. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a big thing to teach.
1: It is. It's part of parenting overall, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oofed. None of us know for doing it right either. We're just like, oh, eh.
0: <laughs> hope, hope this works. Okay. What do we have? Each one more question or two?
1: I, I, well, we, we've got time for at least one more each.
0: Okay. What's the best way to earn trust with your partner? Prove it. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I start, like I, I listen, my sister has a a thought on this is that you have my trust from the beginning until you prove otherwise. Yep. And I think that's, 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 I think that's the right answer for me. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, it's awesome. We always thought that might happen. Where a phone might start ringing, like I have my ringers off and all that kind know, of stuff, and it still just comes through. It drives me nuts. Thankfully, it wasn't like potted into the system here, so everybody <laughs> else would have been like, oh, "I got a phone call." Oh my gosh. Um. So yeah, I, I I'm where my sister is on this. Yep. You have my trust until you prove otherwise. Absolutely. So what do you think?
0: I could not agree more, and I think, um, you know, when I was when I was growing up, I didn't have a curfew. Uh, my parents told me. You will get a curfew when you tell us you need one, <laughs> right? Like, and I had a night once where I got home really late, like middle of the, like morning mm-hmm. and I had a reason mm-hmm. and a reasonable reason. And they took the time to listen to me. Mm-hmm. They took the time to let me explain what had happened. And I'm not going to say what, cause I don't want to throw my, some of my friends under the bus, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> but they listened and they believed me. When it comes to a relationship, I'm with you. I I am very much a person. You have my trust. And then you can choose to break it down if you want. I also think it's little things, right? Like, I know sometimes that little white lies are easy because, like, they don't lend themselves to follow up questions and things like that. But, like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't say you're going to lunch with so-and-so and then really go with someone else. Even if it's like another, like another woman or right. Like, I don't even mean that. Like, just don't like, let's say, let's say I had two friends and one of them you really liked and one of them you didn't care for me hanging out with. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I was going to go to lunch with the friend that you like. Cause I know that I won't get any questions and I go with the other one. No harm, no foul. I'm not doing anything wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm breaking down trust. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's like sometimes it's just those little like don't give me any reason to think that I can't trust you. Don't not tell me things that I should know. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I'm pretty trustworthy. It's it's hard it's hard to lose that for me. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm with you.
1: <laughs> it's funny that you say that you didn't you didn't have a curfew when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a similar situation where like my mom got up. Didn't hear me come home. So she went and checked my room. Of course, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, of course, she's all hopped up, whatever. And she had an idea of where I might be. So she went driving around. <laughs> she went driving around. To, and it was out in the country. Mm-hmm. Went driving around until, um, you know, she found me. Yep. Uh, it happened to be at a, a friend's house. Um, and there were a bunch of us there. Yep. Uh, were we doing anything uh, bad? No. We were all sleeping. It was back in the days like when, like, When the movie ended, it was just, like, static Static, on the screen. So, like, my mom, like, knocked on the door. Nobody answered. So she, you know, kind of came in, and she nudged me on the shoulder and said, hey, (laughs) really quietly, like, like whispered, hey, you better get home before your dad wakes up. This is at, like, 4.35 (laughs) o'clock in the morning. And she said, everybody, like, shot up. There must have been 15 of us there. Everybody shot up, and she said, cars are peeling out of there as fast (laughs) as possible. I did make it back before my dad woke up. Nice. I'm pretty sure he's aware of the story. If not, uh, here you go. Here you go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. that. I didn't I didn't get one after that either. It was just like, hey, don't fall asleep somewhere. Like if you're going to go to someone's house, like just call us, tell us where you're at, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah.
0: Well, and that kind of goes back to the question earlier, not even like about romantic love, but just about a solid relationship. Just trust the other. Like- have an open communication with the other person. Your mom saw clearly what had happened. A bunch of you fell asleep. Mm-hmm. You are busy teenagers with 100 things on your schedule. You put a movie in. It was dark in the room, and you all conked out. It's not that shocking. Teenagers are exhausted all yeah. the time, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You didn't do anything wrong. Really, you didn't try to. Yeah. So there, there's no reason to lose trust. Yeah right have a conversation about how to do better next time it doesn't mean don't parent it doesn't mean don't don't talk about it but like understand that your intentions were not bad you didn't try to screw up and so it is what it is
1: yeah and imagine imagine today how much easier it is mm-hmm. like you just have a phone on you you can just call yeah. And back then or you I you
0: track your children and their biggest complaint is that it burns through their battery faster because yeah. their parents have a tracking device. Like, on them.
1: I'm not going to track where my kids are. It's just like, that no. seems like a little bit far, but it like does. just call, yep. let me know where you're at and go from there. So you have yep. to have a trust level of where they're at, stuff like that, of course. But like that kind of plays into the whole thing. Okay. So I think it's my question, right? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Last question then. What do you think is the most important factor in keeping love alive in a relationship? Oh.
0: That's a great question. So there's a couple things. One, um, communication, right? You have to talk. So whether you use these cards or whether, right? But like having a favorite show that you watch together and watching it and walking away, not quite good enough, right? You're spending time together, but it's like, do it, but like make time to talk with just each other. um, um without the kids around if you're, if you're at that age, right? So I think that's part of it. Continue to share life with each other. Um, and then part and parcel of that is this, like, this concept of a date night. Like, Make sure you carve time in your schedule to be with each other, just the two of you. Um, and then the third one, and it's a little uncomfortable to talk about, but I, I just saw a TikTok about this last night. The difference between a friendship and a relationship is intimacy, Mm-hmm. And I understand that we're tired and we're busy and we're stressed. But if you don't do that, I think way more things fall apart than people realize. Yep. And I don't think that they tie it all together. Um, and I, as a woman, I feel like I can say women in particular. I don't think we understand the importance of that physical touch That intimacy, I mean, it releases endorphins. It's like a it's like exercising, it's like an antidepressant, right? Like if you can't connect with your person physically, a lot of other stuff is gonna start to fall apart and you're not gonna understand why. I will never forget um years ago I watched an Oprah and it was three or four married couples that were on the verge of divorce. And they didn't want to get divorced, right? I think sometimes there's a place in this world for divorce. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, but I, sometimes it doesn't work and that's okay. But none of these couples really wanted it to end in divorce, but they did not want to stay with the way things were going. And so I don't know if it was a therapist that suggested it or they, but like these three couples were instructed to have sex every single day for a year, every single day. And they went on there and they're like, some days it was literally just like, check it off the list, right? Every single one of them saw drastic improvements in their relationship after like a week, like drastic improvements in their relationship. So to say that that isn't really a vital part of a relationship, I think is really, um, you're, you're selling that whole thing short. I think that's actually maybe the most important.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You covered two of them for me. So I just think you got to you've got to know what the other person where the other person is, right? Uh for me there there's I know for like some people appreciation goes a long way. Some sometimes it's you know active service that kind of stuff, you know, like simply doing the dishes and those kinds of things. Those but that's just all like part of living. Yep. Right? So when you find that out and what's important to the other person, then I think you can connect. Yep. And I am not any kind of—I'm not even pretending to be any kind of therapist whatsoever. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> but like these are just my opinions on stuff, right? And there, there's a connection that happens. You can, if and if you if you lose that mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, things do start to erode. Yep. Uh, pretty quickly off of that. So, um, yeah. yeah. So that was some fun conversation. I
0: liked that. A little
1: heavier than than maybe what we've done in the past. Maybe I don't know, and maybe it's because we haven't really discussed you and me at this point, right? So in in this, so maybe it, I was kind of stumbling over some stuff because I'm like, I, I know mean, I'm, I'm trying having... to like
0: use general terms and. Whatever. Yeah,
1: whatever it is, what it is. So if you
0: haven't figured it out by now. <laughs>
1: if you haven't figured it out by now, you should by this point
0: that uh, Jill and I
1: are... Uh, uh,
0: uh, an item. Uh, an item. So That felt very high school.
1: Oh, God. Well, thank God we didn't change our Facebook, you know, profiles because... <laughs> You know, I, I got crap from that from a friend of mine. He's like, "Don't you dare change your Facebook profile or do anything." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." No, I
0: know because I think it's really childish too. But then, can I just be a stupid girl for a second? Yep. It kind of yep. irritates me when I go on your Facebook page and it says you're single. <laughs> like well what what is that but then i also don't want you to change it because i agree that it's kind of a dumb thing to do well, but then i'm like why does it say he's single huh and then i'm like well of course it's gonna say that we don't that's, like, that's not what we why do why can't you
1: change it without like alerting the no, entire nation so
0: facebook Come on. if you're listening yep. this is my question why can't you change some of these things about you without it being this post that goes out to everybody like you're begging for. For feedback, feedback. about this. I, I, I haven't changed my profile picture in like 12 <laughs> years because I don't want people to be like, well, isn't she kind of conceited <laughs> posting a picture of herself? You look at it, I don't even look like that anymore. But I don't want everyone to be like, yeah, look at you. Just a picture of you. No, I just want to change my profile picture. I don't need an announcement sent out to the damn world. It's awesome.
1: You haven't changed yours. I'm laughing oh, no. so hard because you've changed yours like once in 12 years. Maybe it's the first one. It's I think the you first said. one. Very first one. I change mine on a regular basis, and maybe and that's what I need I don't, to do. I don't want it like I don't need it like broadcast. Same thing no. like you said. Like Facebook needs to figure some shit out. Yeah, agree. Very simple. Like social media in general needs to figure some shit out. But that's a whole. Yeah,
0: well, that's whole maybe, other that's episode. a whole new podcast. <laughs> maybe like a whole, like not even hometown conversations, but like we start a whole new one, like how social media could do better. But yeah. I think there are people in the world who change their profile picture often, profile picture often, and that's fine, right? Because you're just used to like seeing it. I feel like like now I've gone so long that it's awkward to change mm. it. Like everybody will notice. I've and, even
1: offered to take a picture that you could put on there and you're like, no, I'm good with 12 years ago. That's no,
0: fine. No, well, what I actually do is say yes. And then he takes hundreds of pictures. And then one day I'm like, why am you take any pictures of me and he's like all right, "I ha- okay all
1: right <laughs> at this point it feels like it's like a realtor or insurance agents like business card I took my picture 15 years ago and this is what it still look like no but did, I don't. You,
0: did you post that on Facebook one day or share it with me it was like it was like the 1980s Aquanet hair like yeah, yeah. like glamour shots and it was like realtor pictures from 1980 and then realtor pictures from 2021 and it was the same picture the and I'm like picture. oh there is so much truth there Yeah.
1: well I think you know it's the same thing like though like if you like your picture you like your picture yep. but like that was 20 years ago so, even
0: even my business picture for work needs I, oh, I yeah, had your hair, hair is like, so at short. my ears and now it's like halfway down my back it doesn't yeah. even look like me well, anymore
1: honestly like <laughs> we were planning on taking all new pictures this year for yeah. everybody and then we just can't because well, that, would,
0: that would require us to be in the same room yeah, so well, we can't that have that, is that what nonsense it is. <laughs>
1: that is what it is I don't know how we're going to get around that but uh. That is what it is. So anyway, as always, thank you to all of our listeners for joining us again this week. And Jill, thanks for producing this one. You, this Ooh. was your deal.
0: I know, right? If you notice, my voice was the first one this time. So, <laughs> But he's still the one pressing all the buttons. So I don't really know. I just show up. <laughs> well,
1: for those of you who've reached out with story and guest ideas, keep them coming. We love to hear all of them. Um, so with that, to keep up to date on future podcasts, you can follow us on our Facebook page, Hometown Conversations, or on Twitter at HtownConvo's. You can also subscribe to our podcast on multiple streams, including Apple Podcasts, MN app, and Spotify. Just search for Hometown Conversations. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you right back here in two weeks.